Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough, or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new, and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. All right, cuties, today on Our Private Bits, Tyler and I will be talking about why pride is so important now more than ever. Want to say hi, babe? Oh, hey, everyone. (laughs) So we just finished Toronto Pride here in Ontario, Canada, and we had the pleasure this year of getting to walk in the Pride Parade. It was actually my first time ever walking in the Pride Parade. I can't can't believe it's your first time walking in the Pride Parade. I know. I'm just not that queer, so... I'm kidding. But no, I've gone to watch before, but I've never actually like had the opportunity to walk in it, you know, or like with a with a brand or with like, you know, as a part of like the regular march. Yeah, I don't know. It's Have you wanted to walk in it before? Before like this year? I don't I don't know actually. I, I I get so much social anxiety in like settings like that. So I think I've just always been very like apprehensive about mm-hmm. walking in pride, just even though that I know that it's like a place of love and joy. I don't know, just being around that many people just like makes me just cringe and want to go inside. I, I don't know, my anxiety gets the best of me. But I think in the scenario of this year that we got to do it, it was really cool because we got to walk with Canfar, which is an amazing nonprofit that, you know, we both get to work with that raises money for HIV AIDS research. And then we sort of got to bridge it this year with an amazing fashion designer called Jean-Paul Gaultier, which is like literally one of like my pie in the sky dream people to work with. I've loved their work forever. So yeah, so I'm super excited that we got to kind of do this together. But yeah, John Paul Gauthier was pretty awesome. And uh, what did John Paul Gauthier do for you? <laughs> I got a pretty wicked shirt that has some abs on it. So which means I don't have to work out ever again. I'm just going to wear the shirt everywhere. I know. I, lo- I love these it's designs better. because like. <laughs> it pushes the envelope. I love the nudity, the like subtle nudity. Yes. So it's pretty cool. So how was the Pride Parade, I guess, for you I guess from your perspective, because it was the first time that we also got to do something like this together. Yeah. uh, The pride parade was awesome. Like we did the pride brunch with Canfar, which was such a great little event and kicked off, uh, you know, the, uh, the pride, the morning. Yeah. The morning of the walk, which was kind of great. Got everybody pumped up on that. I've actually walked in the parade before. Okay. So it wasn't my first time. Um, When was the first time you walked? Oh God. Uh, I want to say I was in my teens. Yeah. I, I want to say it wasn't the best experience to be honest. Oh, with you. interesting. Yeah. It wasn't the best. Uh, my first time walking, I was going to walk, uh, with the dike March, which is usually yes. happens the Saturday, uh, with the, um, with the women and lesbian, queer, mm-hmm. non-binary side of the women's parade, I guess I would say. Um, and I got yelled at by some 
pretty hardcore feminist because I identify as a trans man and that they didn't want me walking in a parade. Um, and I basically had to stand the ground being like, you know, at one point I did identify with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't want my allyship at this point as a trans man within your own queer community, it's pretty sad, but I marched it anyway. I just found a different group to march with. But I mean, I think that this goes to, I think, you know, another episode that I would love to do is really about the divide, I think, within our community. It's that crazy, honestly. Yes. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I just feel like for a community that begs for allyship for mm-hmm. and everybody to be inclusive and accepted for who they are, like, ugh. That's all I'm saying on that. I know there is, there's a lot of that, but we will get into that another, uh, this another parade, time. <laughs> so, but this parade was much, uh, it was way different. Yes. Right? I usually, uh, I'm a watcher too. Didn't really want to, I love that. I was voluntold the day before <laughs> that I was walking with you. So I guess that uh, just doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just forget to tell me things all the time. <laughs> so it was good. It was fun. I had a really good time. So different. The uh, CANFAR just advocates for everybody. So yes. I, I, and, um, for HIV and, and AIDS and, you know, the research that goes all behind that. So it was great walking with somebody in the parade that stood for so much for everyone in the community, yes. uh, which was kind of what I was getting out from my first story. Yeah, it was Anyways. such a diverse group. Of yeah. People. And it was such a diverse group of people and, um, walking with you is just, you know, the cherry on the cake in that sense, you know, you were in your, your John Paul Gauthier dress and your heels. You want to talk about that? Babe? How, how is that walking? So for those who don't know, Toronto pride is, uh, what, how many city blocks? Four, it's two, 2.5 kilometers yes, long, long, 2.5 <laughs> kilometers long downhill. Yes. Um, and pride usually, uh, it always calls for rain on the Sunday yeah, every day, literally every year, every sorry. year. Um, and then it never rains or just sprinkles and then turns into the hottest, clearest day ever. Okay. So we're like waiting around for the parade to start. And like, whatever, you know, I'm like in my little tiny, like sexy stilettos, <laughs> they're, you know, really, really tiny little heel and on like, them. And the plan was to what? Only walk a couple of blocks, yes, right? For yeah. you, because you weren't going to be able to walk the 2.5 kilometers in heels because the last time you did that, you got troll toes. Yeah, exactly. I literally lost like both of my big toenails. And so, you know, I was like, okay, like I'm only going to do like part of the parade and then we'll like kind of make a little like exit, you know, whenever, whenever we can get out. Good old Irish exit. Yeah, you know? something like that. And so anyway, so we're like five minutes into the parade and then I go to step down and I realize that my heel is gone. And I, so I like look down and I realize that it's just bent in, but I thought it was like completely gone. So I was freaking out. I'm like, how am I going to serve like supermodel runway walk excellence, like for 2.5 kilometers <laughs> with one like working heel and then another one that's like bent inwards. So I like reach down and I kind of like pop it back into place. And then like, it only would stay in place for like a couple steps and then it would pop back out. So Oh my gosh, it was so frustrating. I, you know, but I, but it's so funny. Like people didn't realize that my heel broke like until the end of the parade, which is which is crazy to me because you literally every three steps were trying to fix your heel. I know, and there's there was no place for us to like kind of like walk off either because we were walking in front of the Canfar banner. Yeah, that because you, uh, you were partnered with John Paul Gauthier this yeah. year that was uh, sponsoring with Canfar. Yeah. So we were walking ahead, nowhere for you to like hide and put your little. Uh, awesome rainbow vans on. i know i like that's why we kept like looking for like a spot and then like 
And then as we're going, there was like all of these barricades I know along, the, so I couldn't the, even get out. I was street, like trapped. The street that we were told was not going to be barricaded in was barricaded in. So good old 2.5 kilometers later, I looked like a absolute roasted lobster and uh, you survived yeah. with one, one heel. And I then, just have bruised pinky toes. Yeah, That's bruised awesome. pinky toes. And then we had to walk all the way back up the 2.5 kilometers to back to the hotel where we were staying. <laughs> All in all, it was pretty hilarious, but I will say that I, being the first time in the parade, I just couldn't get over the amount of love and like people So much love, so much love. Just, I don't know, like I was like, I just was making eye contact with different people as I was walking and it just like, I could just feel the love like pouring out of the hearts and yeah, it was just such a like surreal moment. I felt like it was like how a celebrity must feel when they like come out to sing at a concert totally. or something. And it's, and it's crazy how line the streets still get. Like people yes. definitely pick their prime spots like so early. Like the pride didn't, uh, the parade didn't start until what, one, like one yeah. in the afternoon. And I remember even like the first couple of years, like when I w- would go and watch, it was like, people were there at like 9am to get yes. like the best, like as soon as the barricade was up, it was like, mm, this is mine now. It's so true. You know, people sitting on top of the rooftops. Yeah, that was so cool. Their own music playing. Yeah, it's always good. Agreed. And it, I think that they were saying that it was like 1.5 million people went to the parade this year. Oh, Mind-blowing. Yeah, like that's a <laughs> just, just to think. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, the other people that showed up at the parade. I mean, uh, like uh, every good gay event, there's always the Bible thumpers, right? Oh always the right church. Right at the beginning. Um, always a hardcore church advocates. But I would really like to point out that that you know, the Bible thumpers, like they never miss a gay event. No. You know what I'm saying? They love a gay event. They love the gay event. Like (laughs) there might be something there. I'm just saying. Exactly. You know, like I'm all about people having their, like, you know, having a religion and, and, you know, and, you know, celebrating religion. But I think it's enduring in a way that's like, that is for yourself versus like shaming other people. So when you're there with a microphone, shaming our community for like walking an applied parade, it's just like, that's, uh, to me, I don't, I don't believe in that. The part mirror, of the mirror needs to be brought back onto them and their actions. I mean, it just goes to prove that once again, like our community really uh, is a community for all. I mean, we'll yeah. talk about that in another episode, but a community for everyone, because um, none of us really show up to like, you know other events to be like, well, your opinion's wrong. Your lifestyle is terrible. Like let's have you, you've sent me the video. I I saw it. I reposted it about, um, you know, the interviewer, the TikTok in the States that like dressed up with like the MAGA hats and the Trump signs. And is like, isn't it, isn't it crazy that, you know, the, the gay community is just really forcing, you know, our kids like waving the flags in their face and and wear hats and t-shirts and wave their (laughs) flags. Yeah. With their flags and the pride, like the rainbows everywhere and shoves it in your face. But everybody that he's uh, interviewing is like a full on, full decked out out in the American flag and like the, the Trump, um, like yeah. the Trump shirts and it stuff. Makes me giggle. It's just so ridiculous. So on that topic, I feel like I need to bring up the controversial opinion that I think has been really present this year during Pride, which has been, I think, the hetero, like a, a group of heterosexual people that are being like, why isn't there heterosexual Pride? And literally my eyes like roll so far back in my head. And 
you know, and I got into it some like heated debates online with people yeah, like over pride, you know, on this topic and why we don't have like heterosexual pride parade or heterosexual pride and why we have pride and the importance of it. But so I'm curious, like, what's your opinion on this? Because we haven't really like discussed it like ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. I like the. <laughs> It's the heterosexual pride, the straight parade, the whatever you would like to call it. I mean, there's obviously a parade in days for celebration, right? Mm -hmm. There's parades for multiple things, multi different cultural days, all that. Pride is, was um, started as a riot, right? Like this parade was a, uh, you know, fight against the man, like for your rights. Like it was fighting for rights at one point. It wasn't a, um, uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't a um, like marketing full event. Yeah. It was making a point and statement that we also have rights as individually gay, lesbian, queer, non-binary individuals, trans, yeah. Tra- yeah, trans people to to live and to function in society just like everybody else. Yes. Um, you know what heterosexual or straight, you know, woman or man can say that like they ever have ever had to back up who they were. In any, in any scenario, like I, I, you know, the moment that a straight woman or a straight man walk into uh, a bar or a restaurant or something and is questioned about being straight and why they're there. Then 100%. Let's throw them. Let's have a a heterosexual I will throw you the best weekend party ever. Yeah. However. Exactly. When I, we're still getting questioned in 2023 with everything that's even going on in the States. Yes. But not even just the States. It's also happening here. A hundred percent in Canada too. It's creeping up there as a trans man right now. I I am terrified to go to Florida Yeah, because if, even though I am completely straight passing and stealth and all that, if somebody found out I was trans, I am going to jail for using the women's washroom. Yeah. And at this point, y'all know what I look like. Yeah. You want me in the women's bathroom? Exactly. They forgot about trans guys. Right? No, are they 100% dead? It's, so that's why there's still, that's why there's no straight parade or I, straight pride. 100%. That's it's, just my opinion. No, I completely agree with you. I think it's so frustrating when, you know, it's like, you know, pride isn't about, you know, again, like you said, it, it is a protest. And it's like, there's been so many issues that we've had in Can- uh, in Canada, even specifically Toronto, you know, we have the bathhouse riots that of we've course. had here, you know, the police brutality. We've had like multiple serial, serial killers that have been murdering like queer people like within Canada. Like, mm-hmm. but it's just like, you know, we, I think we look at the United States a lot for our history, but there's been so much issues that have happened here, even our indigenous communities 100%. here too. Like, and, and at Pride, Everybody's welcome. Yes. Like how many straight allies were there? Like, can we not celebrate the fact that there is straight individuals at pride showing their pride off for their trans kid or non-binary child or for their coworker or just even came out to say, Hey, I see you. Exactly. Is that not a celebration? Like 100% in itself. I mean, pride at the end of the day, we are here still fighting for our rights to just be equal. And Mm -hmm. like, I think when our rights are equal and, you know, I think our safety is not in jeopardy for all spectrums of our community, you know, then maybe pride doesn't have a purpose anymore, but I think that's going to take a long time for us to get there. I I don't know the exact year, but the parade itself in Toronto, um, when the BLM movement was still yes. very big mm-hmm. uh, or, or just not sorry, getting big, just but starting. like just starting yeah. um, a, a black lives matter group was heading Toronto pride yes. and they 
there were still needed to be waves made in the pri- in the in the queer community for them to have a voice yes. within pri- in the pride. It's true. They kind of had to cut in, and they and- literally. Uh, we're heading the parade and decided to have a protest yep. right at Young and Dundas there. And like, you know, a lot of people are going to get mad or think that it a lot of people did get mad. A lot of people from people our did, community also got mad. A lot of people from our community got mad and stuff like that. But you know what? Good for them. They're still sticking to what pride and what uh, the protest is about, right? Exactly. Of like they needed their inclusive space. 100%. And I think that's, I think that's a really good example because, you know, I think whether it's, it's like sexuality, gender or identity, you know, those two things, a lot of the time are, you know, invisible, like things that we are, that we as humans, like, you know, have, but racism is one that you get to see a little bit more visually, you know, and so, but I don't think they're any different. We're, we're both being marginalized based off of, mm-hmm. you know, who we are. Right. 100%. And there's like this set of, you know, internalized like racism or sexism or queerphobia or homophobia that is attached to that. So of course, super important to recognize that. So I do want to like continue this sort of piece and ask. So there was like a big article that was going around after Pride about, you know, the there was like the group of like the naked people walking in the Pride Parade, the nudists in the Pride Parade. And, you know, people were like, you know, children were in attendance and there was like, you know, the group of people that were walking naked. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good. So I know that we both have like a bit of a different opinion on them being <laughs> in the parade. So I'm going to let you start and talk about that. Yeah. Just having the, the every parade or pride that you've gone to in Toronto, there's always the like totally naked Toronto that marches. Mm-hmm. I think there's uh, a nudist community called um, bear Oaks. I- I'm pretty sure uh, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry if I got the name wrong, but, um, but this year, usually the totally naked Toronto um, marches, Right. Um, as the years have progressed on how family friendly the parade and pride weekend is, mm-hmm. my feelings have kind of differed. Now, yeah. like I know we differ in the point of, you know, um, Miles is definitely they're making a statement still. It's, you know, it's a protest. Uh, it's a protest <laughs> about, you know, clothes. But um I I don't know. Like I'm very torn on it because you know, there are a lot of children in attendance. Now there are families, Mm -hmm. allies that are bringing as well as queer families that are bringing out there is the parade, the, you know, the appropriate place to, to walk down 2.5 kilometers completely naked, Mm -hmm. whereas they still have their own nudist protests happening with like the naked bike ride Mm -hmm. and a few other things that happen in Toronto. Um, Yeah. I did. I think it was very important, like appropriate, 
No, I mean, I see your point. Like I, I, I'm not going to necessarily argue completely with your point. Like I get it, but I also think, you know, now that we're entering this new era of the parade um, and what pride is maybe mm -hmm. having an 18 plus either the section for, um, you know, boost to be in because having, you know, let's say the, a nudist environment next to a family run and owned queer um, business tent with mm -hmm. their children right there staring at some uh, dangly bits all day. I don't, I don't find it that appropriate. Okay. But I have to ask, and, and I, and I'm also asking this to all the listeners today, you know, I think as we're talking about this, like, do you feel like you're cringing a bit or you're like tightening up or there's like maybe things coming to the surface. And, and so my argument with this is that, I think that we live in a very like colonial society where we've stigmatized, I think, the human body to the point where we are like shaming not only ourselves, but other people for being naked. And, you know, we're, we're shaming our children. We're teaching, you know, you have to cover up. And, you know, it's like, you know, I think religion had a lot of, to do with this as well about, you know, like how much skin that you, sh you would show out in public. And, you know, and I really feel like we're in this sort of, moment I think in society where we're really trying to shift that where it's like I think it's a total double standard that a man or someone who like doesn't have breasts can walk out in public with their shirt off and but they've changed that in Ontario you can't say that what women are allowed to walk topless now it's are not, they it's not illegal it's been that way for a very long time okay I didn't know this but I'm just gonna say in general across Canada is that the case I don't think so I don't oh, we think can look it up in, in... let's google I'm gonna google it okay well you google it as I'm talking about my rant but like it's still not like I think that there is still so many places that you can't do that or even regardless if it is legal or not I think that there's a you'll get a lot of reactions from people shaming you for having your top off especially if you have breasts which I think is just so messed up I think we should like be celebrating the human body for how beautiful it is and you know why why are we shaming people for you know wanting to be wanting to be naked and why are we like sexualizing the naked human body like being naked, I don't think there's anything sexual about that. I think that like Hollywood and these like very colonial constructs have like made it so sexualized in our heads. But there really is, you know, I think when it comes to sexuality, I think that that's something totally separate versus being naked. So, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't necessarily like think that that we should remove, you know, the 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 big people being naked at Pride because I think again at the end of the day it's a protest, and I think it's also a moment to educate children and people on this sort of topic of like that we shouldn't shame people for being naked that's just where where I sit with it and you know and I also think that it's a protest too I think to like you know the bath the bathhouse riots where like men were pulled naked out of the bath bathhouse as well like right here in Toronto you know like I think that that is also kind of like an fu <laughs> to you know 100%. sort of this so what did, what did you find Tyler okay Ontario Let's start with Ontario here. Okay. Hold on, I gotta scroll back up. Okay. Um, so in Canada, top freedom has pri uh, primarily been an attempt to combat the interpretation of the indecency laws. Okay. So in Ontario, uh, top freedom is allowed in Ontario. Yes. Um, based on, there was a... Um, Anyways, there, there was a case uh, just uh, with her argument of being like Hanlon's point. It is a nudist beach. However, women for a while there were also being told that they couldn't be nude. Okay. Um, I, I think back in like 1990. And then let's go down to say British Columbia. Uh -huh. um, same thing. It was illegal and they've 
a lot of um, acquittals have happened from that. So okay. they're working towards also the top freedom. Okay, good. So um, now Alberta um, has also changed it. So it is um, right now the the city of Calgary won't limit an individual's choice to wear to swim topless. So it's only okay. like so pool. So that's fairly whatever. And like I'm actually um, extremely surprised at this. Saskatchewan is also changing those okay those so we have roles, a right? few of, yeah. uh, of all of our provinces so which is fairly, that's exciting I, I feel like people don't even know this I, i'm learning something new today as well <laughs> yeah i i still feel though like the um maybe maybe people don't necessarily talk about it or bring it up because right like hanlon's point yes. or we do have those um places like i i don't know maybe women don't feel comfortable yes. right in society. Like I can see that, uh, still being very, a very uncomfortable situation, you know, walking down, down the street and mm-hmm. being topless. Right. Okay. So there is also another area of pride that I do want to double click into. And that was sort of for me this year was something that I think my eyes kind of got a lot more open to was, I guess, just like how accessible pride was, you know, I was hosting, um, like a film called SOS uh, at the Inside Out Festival. And one of like the kind of like stars of the film, um, Jay, they were, you know, they, they were, it was sort of like following their journey of like going to Pride for the first time and like their sort of experience of like how accessible it was. So I was very aware, I think this year as we were walking around, um, you know, like looking for people that needed to use like a mobile device or had canes or things like that. And like how people weren't paying attention to them and not getting out of the way or like just being aware of their sort of surroundings. But then it also made me think of step further about the barricades and how like the barricades, like if someone is like in a wheelchair or, you know, in some sort of like motorized um, device, like, the barricades that completely block their view of the parade too. And, and like, there wasn't really designated areas. There was only, there was of. only one designated area and every yeah. year. I, I don't know whether there every year there's more, but there's usually one that has like a raised yeah. pla- platform. I did see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, I it was I very totally small. Yeah. It was very, very small though, but you're right. Um, a hundred percent. And like the crowds just being so large. Yes. I mean, I'm a short individual. I was getting claustrophobic, you know, with the amount of people that were just consistently bumping into me and not, I can't imagine being in a mobility device mm-hmm. and then not being able to get to where you need to be um, safely. Like there's no spot really for you to kind of um, manage around yeah. the crowd, like at all, like unless you are then going to go a block and a bit out of your way to go up and around to come back to where you need to be. Exactly. So I think like, you know, even for me, I just feel like it's something, you know, people need to be more aware of. Yeah, situational in their social awareness. Work. Exactly. You know, and I think especially when you're in large crowds like that, like how can you also be an ally to someone that yeah. is like, and, you know, uh, needs that support? You know, like I found myself really trying to like create space, I think for, you know, at one point when we were walking, there was like someone in, um, you know, like a motorized kind of uh, accessibility device. And like, you know, I, I felt I found myself trying to like make space for them like 100%. around, like as we were kind of navigating through the people and like yeah, anyway, I just wanted to mention it too because I felt like it was it was something that I was a I, bit more I aware think, of and people are blind to. Uh, exactly. I, I was, like, shouldn't say blind, I think are just unaware or unaware of. Yeah. Trying to remove the word blind from my <laughs> vocabulary. Yeah. Um a hundred percent. I think people just need to be more situationally aware and sometimes less self-aware, but more aware of the others around them. 
um, and show compassion, right? Compassion and patience. Mm-hmm. Just because you're also in a hurry doesn't mean somebody else doesn't need to get somewhere. Um, you know, like it always makes me laugh when we go to, you know, to go see your family in Nova Scotia or yeah. go to see my dad out in Alberta. Or if we go to the West Coast, like everything is so much slower so on true. that side, so you know, true. like people hold the doors open. And if you come from Toronto, if you've been living right downtown and, you know, you're used to your head down, looking on your phone, not paying attention to everybody. When somebody holds the door, it feels weird it because like nobody here holds the no, doors. We're not used to it. We're not used to it. But if you do do it, then people like look at like, look at you like you're trying to mug them. Or yeah. hundred percent here. Like, no, ma'am, I'm just holding the door to you for you because you're a hundred and dead. And I just want to be nice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, like so true. Oh man. Anyways, don't get me on a rant about that. <laughs> hey, we're trying. But I think, you know, all in all, I think that this year, the pride, I don't know, to me, this pride felt extra special. And, you know, I think with everything that's been sort of going on in the news, like I felt extra passionate about I'm sort sick. of going and getting to attend with you. And, you know, I, I think the day itself is a bit of a blur just because it's like such a rush. But I mean, looking back at all of like the news coverage that we got, you know, there was this one specific image of us <laughs> kissing and, uh, you know, it was pretty funny. What, what did they call you in the image, Tyler? Oh my God, like, oh, this is so ridiculous. Like, you know, you, this news coverage uh, person also had talked to you. Yes. Um, obviously what you were wearing, what, what pride was to you, yeah. all that good stuff. How to spell my name. How to spell your name, Right. Um, we kissed in like one of the major intersections and they forgot to ask who you were kissing. So yeah. in this article, <laughs> I'm now the other participant. Miles Sexton <laughs> kisses another, another participant. It made me sound like I was a big fluze. Yeah, I mean, it's not, <laughs> if the shoe fits, babe, the unbroken ones, I mean, so yeah, I'm going to put that into our vows. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do you take the other participant? <laughs> to be your husband. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Do you take me more for the meet and greet? <laughs> like, I should say I, I'm the other participant waiting in line for the Miles Sexton meet and greet. Oh, my God. It was pretty funny. It was but, pretty funny. But I will say, though. We made it on to CBC News. That was hey, awesome. Exactly. We got, we got a ton of coverage. But I think, you know, like the next day after Pride, I was like laying in my bed and, and was journaling a bit on like the, you know, just on the day before. The day, and, yeah. And, I just like, I got quite emotional and had like a little cry, I guess, to myself because, you know, it was such a like healing moment, I think for like baby miles, you know, and and in therapy right now, I'm talking a lot about like, how do we soothe those sort of younger parts of ourselves in positive ways. And, and I felt like doing the parade with you was such a, yeah, it just, it was such a like soothing, I think moment for my child self that like coming from the small town that I grew up in you know, surviving my suicide attempt and now literally leading this huge section of the parade, like with you at my side. Like, I don't know. I just, I never, and I just, I never imagined that my life, not only would I get to do a parade like this with Jean-Paul Gaultier and Canfar, but also do it with someone that I like so deeply love. And yeah, it was just like, it was just sort of, yeah, it was like a full, a full circle circle moment moment. for me. I think, yeah, I think us uh, as a couple and the, the stuff that we've gone through and stuff like that, absolutely, it's a full circle moment, right? You get to march in a parade and show off the, your pride. And uh, I know we talk about it all the time and I've said it before, like it does get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go through like valleys and peaks and stuff, uh, you know, through your transition or your journey. But 
It's I'm true. Sure. But I we think- survived. We survived all the crap to get to a point of being positive um, role models and voices for those that don't. Yeah, uh, right. Like the amount of people joy. that were yelling your name was insane, and was. you know, screaming that they love you and like that you know you're such a positive uh, role model. Like that, you should. You should have the happy cry. It was, you know, and that's just it. And I think that regardless of, you know, pride being a protest and pride being this sort of moment for education and learning, I think it also is this beautiful moment of healing. I think for so many people that they can just live for a moment of just being 100% themselves and not being afraid of, you know, feeling othered or, you know, not feeling safe. And I really want to get that point across, I think, today, you know, with why pride is more like more important than ever. We need these sort of spaces to exist, I think, for for our community, you know, mm-hmm. and for communities that are coming into it. Right? 100%. And we need to show the rest of the world that we still are here. I mean, right? Like, <laughs> we're here, we're queer, right? Yes. But, like, uh, it's true. We're, we it still exist. We still need spaces. We still um, have normal jobs. We are contributing mm-hmm. members of society. Uh, some of us are more contributing members, you know, than than others, than just, you know, straight cis individuals out there um, and continually to make it a better space. And hopefully uh, the rest of the world and our, our southern uh, company of the states can kind of look back and realize how far uh, back that they've taken steps. Totally, and, and realize that we're just we're just here to coexist. We're just here to coexist, and you know, get through uh, what we call life together. Exactly. I think people's joy should never be like a political, you know, a, a political decision to try to get more votes. Like I think that that is so messed up, and I'm, I am not here for it. But, I just can't uh, wait for all the scandals. Like, I really hope, um, I really hope Scruff and Grinders just starts releasing like all of the, um, all of the senators that you know use them while they're traveling, right? That they in the Bible countries. Like, this is I would love to just you know this is a plug for Scruff and to or uh, Scruff and uh, Grinder to do that. I think it'd be awesome. Hey. Hold it over their heads. Hey. <laughs> well, on that note. I love you. Thank you for being a part of this episode and for everyone listening. Thank you so much for your time and taking this moment to listen to both of us. Please make sure that you rate and follow our podcast at our private bits. (laughs) Bye cuties. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.